Hey guys, welcome back to the Friends of Cabrini podcast. You're now listening to episode nine. So today we're going to talk about debunking myths of self-directed learning. In other words, those myths that we all see about unschooling. Now, if you're just joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Jaleesa, and I'm a single mom of one. My son is eight years old, and we started our homeschooling journey right at the very beginning of his life. We soon switched over to unschooling in about 2019, prior to the pandemic, and we've loved this journey ever since. Now, for those that are not quite familiar with what unschooling is, I'm more than happy to share that information. And in so many or so little words, really what homeschooling turned unschooling is, is simply self-directed learning. It's where your child takes the ranks of understanding and controlling their own learning journey. It's where you are hands off and you're not taking the will and driving the will of what it looks like for them to be educated but they are driving the will and they're looking at what it looks like to be educated. It's where your child has the freedom to learn and live enjoyably, excitingly. They get to have valuable experiences and all those great things. So now, over the years, there has been a number of different myths that have come to the surface in particular for children who may have been unschooled. And what those myths kind of look like is when people kind of measure the success of unschoolers based upon educational or professional criteria. That might be if a child has been unschooled and then they've later on attended a certain university, whether it's an Ivy League school or whether it's a state university or a liberal college, etc. That also might be if they've chosen to go in a certain career path, if they've chosen a certain type of job in their life, that can also be looked at as success. Or could it? I'm here to tell you that those things that you would consider an endpoint, an outcome, are simply artificial. And the reason why they are artificial is because those things do not make people exactly who they are. Now, when you think about unschooling, the first thing that you need to understand is that unschooling is very, very gracious. Self-directed learning is very, very gracious. It's organic and it's unique because there is absolutely no curriculum And it also looks differently in each family because each child has a different personality from the next in each parent, each sibling, each uncle and aunt and whoever else is around that child has a different personality from the next individual. So your child's experience of unschooling will look completely different from mine and from someone else's child. But the thing that will remain the same is the foundational ideas and approaches that come with self-directed learning. 
Because unschooling is so gracious, it gives children a full foundation where they can be confident in following their passions and their interests. And throughout their lives, they will see how those passions mixed with their own individual personalities will weave. They might end up developing an interest in more than one thing. And that's absolutely perfectly okay because they'll follow along those passions for as long as they need to or as long as they should decide to. And then once they are no longer interested in those things, it's okay for them to release them. When you think about someone that you may know or may have known who probably grew up doing every single thing that was expected of them. They went to school, they got A's straight through school, they went to college, they got their degrees, and then they found a job. But then at some point they were unsatisfied with that job or they were laid off from that position and then they weren't able to find employment elsewhere after that. Those individuals have probably seen more downtimes, unfortunately, than what typical unschooled children have seen or can see, simply because when you've been doing things a certain way and you've had this expectation that's been put on you from either your parents or from society, you're trying to follow this expectation and you're trying to fit in this little box that people have put you in and it's hard to adjust. And so one of the things that unschoolers are good at is being able to adjust. If things don't work out for them or if they're no longer interested in it, then it's absolutely okay for them to release those things. But that doesn't mean that the skills that they've attained, the information that they've attained will be lost. All of those experiences are literally valuable experiences and they work well with other valuable experiences that they will attain later on in life as they continue to grow because they make the unschooler, the child, exactly who they are. When we look at what unschooling and self-directed learning really means, I think we need to first look at how do we see others? How do we see people? Do we see them as human beings? Are we simply ordinary people that's putting expectations upon ourselves as parents and on our children? And then we have to also keep in mind that there's the societal expectation and there's also cultural expectations. And in reality, all of those things are 100% artificial because that's not going to make an impact on who the person is that you're raising and that you have in your home. That young person that you have in your home, yes, they are your child, but they are still a human being. They are still a full person and they are able to make the decision upon what they choose to be interested in and what they're no longer interested in. One of the things that we want to make sure that we're not doing with our children is raising them to be people pleasers. We want to raise them to be free thinkers where they're able to make decisions for themselves through critical thinking. And that's really important because critical thinking allows them to analyze their choices. They're going to know right from wrong. They're going to know good from bad. And if we try to impose our own 
or if we allow society to impose outside influence on our child's decisions, then, you know, it takes away the whole idea of it actually being self-directed learning because it's no longer organic. Um, so when you really just think about these myths, you know, we really just want to look at them clearly and really understand like is that really what success of an unschooler looks like that's not because once our children becomes adults then the success for them as unschoolers at that point should really look like them being able to know exactly what it is that they want and being able to make those things happen for themselves and if they are not happy or not satisfied with those things, then them also being able to know how to adjust in their life. But it's not necessary to see an actual outcome. It's not necessary to actually see an endpoint with things because sometimes things don't work out. And I think if we are realistic and we look at our own selves, we've realized that some things don't work out, whether it's on the job, whether it's in our academics, whether it's in relationships, some things simply just don't work out because people change over time. And so you want to be able to allow your child to have that freedom to change their mind and to learn who they are and explore who they are as well as their interests. Allow them to have that curiosity to be able to take the next step. Allow them to be able to take those baby steps to see what works for them and what doesn't. And not only is that something that really is applied in their learning journey, but it's also should be applied in your parenting as well. Again, all of these things are valuable experiences that's going to make your child into the entire whole person of which or who they are going to be. So keep those things in mind. Another thing that I think we should keep in mind when we're thinking about what self-directed learning looks like is shifting those thoughts. So shift your thoughts on how there should or shouldn't be an endpoint for your child. Don't necessarily determine what that endpoint should look like. Allow them to determine that or even if they want to determine it for themselves at all. A lot of times we might want to force our kids into meeting or living by certain benchmarks. We might want to bargain with our children to do things such as like, let's say we want our child to read. And we want our child to read because we see that the next child next door is able to read and they're reading independently. But sometimes that doesn't quite work that well for every single child. You can't quite bargain with your child and kind of say, well, if you read and do this, then you'll get this. You can't do that because then you know that your child is only doing it based off of reward or based off of making you happy. But it's not actually truly what they want to do organically organic should I say organic self-directed learning looks like them really just learning on their own in their own merit on their own time if your child right now doesn't show any interest in learning books or reading books or being interested in those that's absolutely okay but that doesn't mean that they won't later on become independent readers or that they won't become a lover of books they absolutely totally can 
When it comes to simply learning things like math, a lot of people think that unschoolers are incapable of doing math. And that's another myth that's really, really unfortunate because it's wrong. You know, one of the things that unschoolers do, again, is have experiences and they have real world experiences in real time. So learning those concepts of of math, whether it's trigonometry, algebra, calculus, any of those things, they are able to really navigate through those things without necessarily having to learn the formulas first. A lot of times, unschoolers are learning how things work in the world around them. And so even if that means that they're doing some type of data tracking, that's using math skills. Now, it may not look to you that they're learning math, but they actually are. Just because they're not crammed with books and formulas in front of them and sitting at a desk or writing on a board all the time doesn't mean that they're not learning math. They are still learning math in their day-to-day and what they're getting is actually more of a valuable experience that can be used because a lot of children that go through public school, they go through almost 10 to 12 years of math and when it's all over, they don't understand anything that they were taught or they can't even remember it. So it's totally been a waste of time. With unschoolers, they're learning how things work in the world around them in real time. So if they choose to pursue certain careers like in STEM, then there's still gonna be room for them to learn those processes and those formulas and those, those fundamentals. But the key fundamentals that they are initially learning at first is simply how things work in the world. And I think if we approach education from that aspect versus trying to teach and push children to be in certain pigeonhole spaces, then we'll be able to see children do a lot better in math and reading and science and history and art, whatever the subject is. Don't, you know, put your child in a position of where there has to be a time limit on the things that they're interested in or simply the things that you think that they should be learning or that society says that they should be learning. They can learn things all the time because self-directed learning is literally the freedom to learn whenever, wherever, and however. So please, please, please don't make the mistake of putting a timeline on your child in their learning process or pushing them to do certain things because you see another child doing those things. We have to be careful in understanding that we're not trying to be in competition with one another or we're not trying to, uh, uh, should I say, have our child in competition with another child because it's absolutely unnecessary and you're actually gonna take away the joy that they may have for learning said things. So I enjoy, you know, helping you guys learn so much about what unschooling is. And I enjoy giving advice here on this podcast. If you guys have any further questions about some of these myths that I've talked about today or some other ones that we didn't discuss today, then feel free to drop a comment or a question here on the podcast or on our social media pages. And thank you guys for listening. 
Until next time.